You heard that, boys? What about the ladies? Did they? Do you think they heard that? Oh, ladies too. <sighs> it's very refreshing. We are drinking the brand new White Claw iced tea. And it's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Welcome back to the Brickhouse Podcast, Season 4, Episode 6. We've got a special episode. Call us Captain Ahab because we finally, finally hunted down the white whale that this podcast has well, been chasing. Well, we didn't hunt him. He, we asked him yeah. kindly, and yeah. he kindly accepted. Well, I'm Andrew Pissarro, alongside the one and only in the flesh for the first time in 14 months. We've yeah. done this in the same room together. I'm Joseph Brennan, and we are not predators. We are definitely not predators. We're lovers, not fighters on this podcast. Yes, we love each other very much. Very, very much. Uh, follow the Brickhouse Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at BrickhousePod, at Andrew Passaro, at ba da 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 And we've got, we, like I said, we have wanted to have our guest on today's episode on the podcast since at least, I think, season two. Yes. We keep hyping up this guest. This guest is Mr. Space Cadet Joseph himself. Not you. Not Different me. Joe. Different Joe. Joe Donovan. Yes. To prepare for this episode... Andrew and I thought of our favorite songs and or albums relating to space. Okay, well, you didn't tell me albums because I only have songs. All right, well, I have two albums on there. All right, cool, 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 cool. Well, um, the one that uh, kick-started this whole thing, uh, Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys, is the first track that needs to be referenced here. Um, first thing I thought of was the space intro to Steve Miller's song, Fly Like an Eagle. Oh, that's a good one. He, he's also on my list with, um, no, not Space Cowboy, um, Joker. Because he has the some people call me Maurice. Yeah, yeah. There's a line in there about being a space cowboy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, some people call me a space cowboy. <laughs> some people call me Maurice. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That line. You probably have this on your list, but AT Aliens by Outkast. Oh, fuck. Ah, uh, you fucked up. <laughs> fuck. Oh, you have fucked up now. Now you have fucked up. Uh, well, I mean, speaking of hip hop tracks, and I got to go Spaceship by Kanye West off of uh, College Dropout has to be on the list. Related to Kanye West, I have the whole Man on the Moon by uh, Kid Cudi on here. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, uh, give me Mac Miller and Sir Michael Rocks, Aliens Fight the ro- Fighting Robots off of Macadelic. Joe and I went down a, a deep little Mac uh, you know, dive while we were prepping this. Going off Macadelic, I'll move over to Funkadelic and Parliament. Ooh. Yeah, the Mothership Connection, the 1975 classic with George Clinton coming out of the spaceship on the album cover. All right. Well, I'll go back to the 70s with you. Give me Space Oddity or Starman, both by David Bowie. Both have to be brought up and considered. Staying in the 70s, you got to have Rocket Man by Elton Ah, John. yep. That's a great one. Also covered by Jim James. Yes. Jim James from... My Morning Jacket. Their cover version is incredible. We've talked Fantastic. about it on this podcast. It's incredible. One of excellent, excellent, excellent cover. Speaking of Rocket, give me Rocket by the Smashing Pumpkins off of Siamese Dream. And um, sticking in that space, give me Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Shout out our Ooh. boy Chris Garnell, who we just did a mood board for from last Sunday. Check it out on Instagram, at Pod with no C. Going way back to our grand- grandparents' generation, fly me to the moon. Okay, Frank. I love Frank Sinatra. I've been listening to some Frank lately. Oof. Oh, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna go back to the '90s. Let's uh, walk. Let's go walking on the sun with Smash Mouth. And while we're out there in outer space, um, let's make every 
couple fall in love again tonight and put on Drops of Jupiter and um, let them just have a moment at the bar that we're magically in right now. You know what I mean? And if you're not trying to fall in love and you're just trying to bash your head to some punk rock, Teenagers from Mars by The Misfits. That's always a good choice. That's always a good choice. Songs you guys might not have heard of, uh, Stars by the band Hum. The, they're like a noise band from like the mid-90s. I saw them. I forgot who opened for them that I saw them. I've seen them live. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of feel like nothing opened for them the that, first that time out. I saw that nothing. right. Yes. That rings a bell. Down yeah. in D.C. Yep. Yep. Black yep. Cat. I think it was 930 Club. 930 Club, okay. Shout out 930 Club. Walking on the Moon by the Police, by the way, okay. too. Yeah. I also have some indie acts on here. Beach House, the Space Song. Mm-hmm. Really good. The video by David Dean Burkhout is like chopped up from a 1960s, I think 2001 Space Odyssey. Good film. Good film. Seen yeah. that movie on film, actually. Never seen it, actually. Gotta have Radiohead, Subterranean, Homesick Alien on here. Yep, yep, definitely. I and know. lastly, it's not a song about an alien, but like... An alien, you know? Yep. Um, Sting, Englishman in New York. Yeah, he is kind of an alien. He's Sting. I, I, if you told me Sting was from outer space, I'd believe you. <laughs> I don't think that's that wild of a take. I really don't. All right, well, that's enough of us blathering on. Now we get to go interview our boy Joe, talk about all the stuff he's doing at Space Cadet on Instagram. Go follow Space Cadet Arts and uh, enjoy the episode. And, as we mentioned, we're drinking the new White Claws. Official review coming in the near future. We haven't decided... If we're going to go live on Instagram, if we're going to include it in an episode, but we have to update the power rankings. So look out for that. Tell us how you want the review for the new White Claws. This is, we have the uh, iced tea version. So check that out. Let us know at Breakhouse Pod on Twitter and Instagram. This is a very special episode. We have the spaceman himself, space cadet, Mr. Joe Donovan with us today. I'm Joe Brennan with Andrew Passaro. How you doing, Joe? I'm good. And you know, it's a nice day. Spring's coming, ready to take on anything that comes my way. All right. Well, <laughs> for those who don't know, we know Joe through friend of the pod, Zach. But Joe runs one of my favorite Instagram accounts, at Space Cadet Arts. You've definitely seen us share some stuff from it. I got my brother's birthday gift from him. I've got a T-shirt and a print on my wall. I know a bunch of other people who have prints on their wall. Some of the best like cool stuff I've seen on the internet. So we're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk about music and stuff that's going on in the background, some pop culture. We're going to put them through the Brickhouse Gauntlet. But Joe, Brennan, you know how we start every episode. So we're going to ask our man Joe, top of the queue, what's the last album, song, playlist you've been listening to before jumping on the podcast with the Brickhouse Boys today? Oh, boy. I like to, I actually organize my music library through playlists. So I have playlists going all the way back to, you know, my first year of college. I mean, my most recent one I called um, The Flip. <laughs> I don't okay. know, I call it random names. Doesn't mean anything. But I mean, the last song on it, there's, uh, what's her name? B- Bidu Badi? Is her name? Baba Dewey. Yeah, Baba Dewey. She came out with a new song, Last Person on Earth or something. Her brand new single is amazing. So I've been, uh, I've been jamming to that. You know, it's, it's produced by Matt Healy. Her new album coming out was 1975 lead singer. So, I mean, it's pretty, pretty killer. People always talk about like the amazing production on the 1975 albums. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so crisp. I mean, you can hear it even from the first album. It's like, I don't know, it was meant to be. Back when they came out, I was at Governor's Ball and they were there and it, I hadn't heard of them yet. So I was like, oh, I'll check them out. They sound cool. And I was only like 23, 24. 
the whole crowd was like 12 year, 12 year old girls i was like i don't feel <laughs> right being here <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here. that's how it always goes with those shows you're always like surrounded you're like oh these are young girls you're like i feel kind of out of place here sticking on the music theme i'm loving the posters and everything on the wall behind you oh yeah yeah there's i see two records up top and the pink one on the right looks very familiar yeah that's what, what are those two records up there turnover's third album i actually forget the name of it that's when they i get know. like kind of indian shoegazy right yeah yeah it's, you know very indie very like hypnotic is that good nature came out in 2017 yeah, good nature good nature yeah and then on the right is um fats domino swings which is like my favorite he's like one of my favorite um what is the term for that from like the 40s that i don't know he's just a classic classic jazz guy jazz piano are you a big vinyl guy? Yeah, I am. I love buying vinyls that I've been doing since I was young. I was actually the last, one you bought? last one I bought. I don't know, I'm blanking, but when I was with my brother, we got Jackson Brown. He picked up a Beatles. I forget I'm forgetting which one I got, but I found <laughs> Jackson Brown for him and he loves Jackson Brown, so he picked that up. The stranger specifically. My, most of my questions largely are intergalactic kind of questions. Uh, okay. derived, derived off your name, Space Cadet. I see you have an ET poster behind you. Oh, yeah. So Just a ready. little plug. Do you watch like old time space like horror films? And if so, what is your like favorite cheesy like horror film? This is going to be a big bummer for you guys, but I don't. <laughs> I, don't watch, <laughs> I don't watch old space time stuff. I, I love old like like horror B-rated films. So like if you guys know like alligator man stuff like that like i i don't know i grew up with my sounds great my uncle who's also an artist he like he would always come to my house and like watch these old black and white b-rated you know so i would always watch those and this is a segue but like that takes me on to stuff like i love scooby-doo because they keep every episode as you know they have like a villain and it's always like inspired by these old b-rated you know these crazy creations so that's sort of the way i go into that instead of you know, like the space, as my name would give, it would sound like I do, but I go at it another way. I feel like, hey, describe your art on this, you know, audio aspect is like the worst thing to do for a visual thing. But <laughs> you describe yourself as a collage digital artist. I would definitely say that there's like a little bit of like the pulp art style to the stuff that you're doing. But like, where are you find, like, are you doing a lot of stuff in Photoshop? Or are you doing Illustrator? Like what, what are you using to make everything? And like, where are you finding the stuff that you're, you're using? If, if you're allowed to answer that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm allowed. I used to use um, Illustrator growing up, but I went to Photoshop because it's just so much easier with everything, you know, cutting and color change and everything that goes into it. I'd classify it as like retro futurism mixed with, you know, like I do a lot of horror. Um, I do a lot of like Norman Rockwell type of stuff. So like retro futurism mixed with, you know, classic Americana pulp sort of thing. So where I find it is basically like, you know, Pinterest has a lot. Flickr has a lot. Sometimes I go on like archives. Archives are a good one to find, the, you know, like the rarer ones. Sometimes it's really hard to find. Like when you find something really cool, it'll just be like trashy pixels. Like it'll, it just won't be, it'll be trashy resolution. We'll have to go in and like go to the archives of Google and try and find like a good picture of it. So it's sort of like its own part. It takes up three fourths of the process. And then you have to go in and plug away and sometimes it doesn't work. And you're like, well, back to, <laughs> back to researching and finding cool pieces. 
when you're like trying to find this stuff, like what's, what's the vibe, what's the mood in the creative like zone for this process? Like, are you, you know, setting the lights down low, getting some scented candles and some, you know, some incense burning at the, the lava lamp. What's like, you know, what, what's playing in the background typically like does the music, does the mood help dictate the art? Like kind of, not, kind of. Yeah, for you know, sure. Seth, how do I set the tone? Um, you know, I, I do it. I don't know if you guys are going to do video on this, but I do it right here. I sit at my desk and just sort of write my windows in front of me <laughs> and I um, periodically throughout the day. So daytime, nighttime, that doesn't really matter. I'm always listening to music. I can't really, I found that I can't really concentrate without music and that helps me. Sometimes the music I choose dictates where the piece goes. Like if an album comes out and I really connect with a song, it usually, whether it helps me focus and it involuntarily it like help, like inspires it. Those are two of the same. It's literally just, I sit down and do it. And sometimes it inspires and sometimes it doesn't. For, in terms of like what, an album that helps me, I would say they're, I don't know if you guys know Valley. They're kind of like a, a pop band um, that's coming up. And they have their, I think, yeah, they only have one album. It's called Maybe. I, I have that on repeat. I don't know. It's it's sort of like a bleachers vibe. And that helps me concentrate. It's up, it goes up and down and, it's sort of spacey, you know, it's very synthy, be very poppy. So it helps me sort of, I find myself playing that all the time. Keeping on the space questions, I think it was the second stimulus check that was passed. They included a part that said in 120 days, the U.S. government needs to make a statement about UFOs. Yeah. What is your plan for when the, the aliens, the UFOs invade New York City? <laughs> well... I believe so. I don't know if you guys heard my brother brought this up. There's um there's a path and I'm I'm from Buffalo as you guys know. There's a path that opened up a hiking trail that leads all the way from New York City to Buffalo. And I don't know if that's true, but I heard he told me about it and we were talking about hiking that. So I think if the aliens came down specifically to New York City, which as we know would happen because of all the movies that you it always goes to New York City, I would take that, you know, I'd get my gear together probably storm a dick sporting goods with a bunch of other people, get my hiking gear and take that trail back home. All right. So you brought up Buffalo and I was going to save this question for a little later, but I might as well ask it now. Two Buffalo related questions. Three. Okay. First of all, are the Bills going to win the Super Bowl this year? Second, what's your favorite chicken wing flavor? And third, is it ever okay to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Yes. I got money down on that. You know that already. Favorite flavor is garlic parm. Oh, good I'm, answer. Uh, you know, I used to I used to be a spicy wing guy, but I mean, I find I can't I can always eat more when they're less spicy, and you know, the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, and then I was medium, but now I'm all garlic parm. I do medium to appease the whole group when I'm with people and they want to get like bucket, but you know, if I'm alone, I'm doing garlic parm. Is it ever okay to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? I'd say yeah. If you're with a huge group and you want to get drunk and eat wings, and you know, just sort of like. You know, you don't really care how the wings, the quality of the wings. I'd say when you're hammered, you go to, that's the place to go <laughs> to, to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's what I'm getting at. Other I, than uh, that, no, there's so many, there's no reason to go there. Besides, I'm, a, I'm anti, I'm very anti Buffalo Wild Wings because I've only been on a couple occasions and every time I've had a bad experience. So I'm, I mean, I'm yeah, like, it's, I'm out on beat ups. They also, I've found that they all, they just do like, they have rubbery and wet wings so it's just I on the other hand am a big fan of Buffalo Wild Wings. They offer like two dollar beers and like yeah, the wings no 
they're not great and they're overpriced but yeah that's my point you get the cheap you get the cheap beer the deals they have the screens you can watch a game there that's how they get you is the they know but people they're are consistent they're like consistently mediocre and i like yeah. the consistency there's something about knowing what you're gonna get whether it's bad or or good that's how subway gets me i always i'm always super disappointed with subway but <laughs> I, go there. I haven't i haven't eaten at a subway in new york i've been in new york three years i've not eaten at a subway one time like i i just i just go to the bodega I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's no need. That's that's why it goes back to the, you know, that Wild Wings argument. All right, I'll bring it back. I'll try to bring this back to where we were. Top five bands or musicians, you'd say the like have been on in the background while you've been doing everything with Space Cadet for the last you know few years. Like if you had to put probably a top five that, in your guesstimation, have been on in the background most the majority of the time. Well, I would say for sure this album right here. Neck Deep specifically, but their latest album, All Distortions Are Intentional. It's just, I mean, that came out this summer in July, and I've been my favorite band, my favorite, one of my favorite records ever. So I have that on repeat all the time. I'd say, you know, as I mentioned, Valley, their maybe album. Um, Oasis's uh, Be Here Now, their third album, I listen to all the time. Uh, Hazel English is another good one that I listen to all the time. She's sort of like turnover, turnover e, pretty trippy, um, laid back. She's got two albums; they're pretty good. I kind of go between both. And my last was that four or was that three? That was four. I think that was four. I'd say uh, Seaway. They're another band like Neck Deep, but their latest album was very um, '80s rock, and uh, I've been jamming out to that since the summer as well. And it's as you guys know, I kind of dip into the '80s a little bit with my art, so that helps when I kind of want to go down that that road. Staying on the, the music vibes, uh, I remember yeah. being at a bar. It might have been the Footlight in Ridgewood, and we were talking about the Menzingers. Oh, yeah. You're a big Menzingers fan. What's your favorite Menzingers album and or song? I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Menzingers fan. Um, I didn't find them until my sophomore year of college, which was like five years ago. So it's kind of late. I know a lot of people like their earlier albums, and I love their earlier albums. I found their their new one, Hello Exile, their latest one is, I think it's just a masterpiece. Um, it takes every element of what they've done over the years into their newer, into a newer sound. And I mean, that's that's one of my next tattoos is is based on that album. So I'd say Hello Exile is definitely my favorite. And yeah, they're they're like my top three band. I have their record, you know, both their their latest vinyls. And uh, when I'm out in the, when I work out there, I usually put them on, you know, when I'm working. They How many times? Local legends. Um, I lived in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and people yeah. regarded them as like kind of kings for a while. Oh, yeah. I bet, you know, there's legendary stories of shows over there. Of and they had this one of the stories that I love the most. So they were there playing shows and they got pissed drunk with uh, like a fan or two. And the next day, this guy woke up with the Menzingers, you know, passed out, uh, and he had this sharp pain on his arm. And he's like, what the hell? And he felt his arm and he looked and he had a tattoo of the Electric City Scranton sign on his arm in like bright red. Oh, apparently everyone in the band got that same tattoo with just this random dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a classic. That's rock and roll right there. How many uh how many tattoos do you have number 1 and then number 2 
if someone got something that you made tattooed on them, would you be like, that's the coolest thing ever? Or would you be kind of weirded out by it? Uh, I have two tattoos. Um, one is actually um, of, I would show you, but I have a hoodie on. One is um, of Neck Deep's second full, out, full length album. It's called Life's Not To Get You. And it's a shooting star with an eye on it. It was what their like their name logo was with their band, you know, for that era. Um, but I don't have the neck deep in it. I just have the shooting star. And then I have two. Um, I only have two. I plan to get more, but, you know, cost money. So yep. <laughs> I'm trying to do when I go back to Buffalo to save some money. My other one is probably the worst tattoo you've ever seen. It's a family tattoo and it's, um, uh, I'll just show you. It's supposed to be a five because I'm, okay. I'm the fifth sibling or fifth kid for my parents. And we all got one each of our number and it, you can't really tell but it's like it looks like a pen like a, a pen that was going out of ink yeah a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah and it's like blotchy and we got it from we ended up finding out we got it in hawaii and that's why we sort of pulled the trigger on it it was 80 dollars for that little stamp it's not even what the roman numeral five looks like and uh the guy was hammered well he did it <laughs> so, there you go it's That's, i've been asked i've been asked so many more so many times if i want to you know if i'm gonna just because some artists could just go over it like i could if you give me a tattoo gun and just thicken it and make it even but i mean i think it's funny as it is and it's definitely a story you got to have one of those hell yeah it, it kind of looks like you were bored in a social studies class and just took like a big <laughs> pen and threw it on your arm yeah so many people i've been asked countless times if it's like is that pen like no it's a tattoo. So if Joe and I got something that you did like on the page tattooed on us, would you be weirded out by that? Or would you think that's the sickest thing of all time? No, I think it's, I think it's badass. I know, um, I know some people, if you go on their like art um, page and I'm not calling anyone out for sure. Like, I don't care, but I know like sometimes they charge like $5 for like, like you get mailed like a little cool card. That's like permission to tattoo, which mm-hmm. is cool. But I mean, I don't, I don't have anything like that because I don't really care. I mean, people ask for, like, sometimes I get DMs and they're like, is it cool if I get your tattoo of this? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, man. Just send me pictures. I don't know how many people have gone through with it, but I did get one that was, he got it like a huge thing on his shoulder, which is pretty crazy. And it was uh, one of the pieces called Televised Shooter. It's kind of like this Western guy with the TV head and then the hand coming out shooting as well. And I don't know, he thought that was badass or something. So he got it and it's huge. <laughs> I mean, I think it's very flattering. Joe and I are going to open up my Venmo and we're going to um, take take donations so that both of us can get the uh, Budweiser Apocalyptic one um, tattooed across both of our backs in full color. So I'd probably just die from the pain because I can't do needles for the life of me. So, uh, but yeah, that's what we're, uh, so opening up the Venmo and, uh, help oh us out. Oh my God. Well, I hope that'd be, that would be legendary. <laughs> See, I was hoping that we would get the recently you put that tentacle monster with the one eye coming out of the water. Oh yeah. Like that octopus thing. Yeah, I was hoping that Andrew and I would get that tentacle with the eye on our forehead. So we have like a third eye. Yeah. I'm be down for that too. I feel like that might be cheaper. Tentacles going into the ears and eyes and be dope. Yeah, that's badass. <laughs> uh, sticking with the space vibe, last last space question. Last year they had that show Space Force come out, which was terrible in my opinion. But I loved it. I thought yeah? it was fine. I okay. thought I'm excited for I'm, season I'm two. I'm a critic. I'm the a one critic. with Steve Carell. Yes. yes. Um, 
So John Malkovich was in it, correct? Yes. Sure, he was I didn't it. watch it. What do you think John Malkovich smells like? Bananas. Fresh bananas or rotten bananas? <laughs> the scent in the middle. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> a perfectly <laughs> ripe banana. Where right. it does, yeah. A Where perfect... it's just like it's just there's really it's really nothing to it. It's just it's just a fruit smell, you know, the skin of a fruit. <laughs> uh <laughs> I love that. All right. So quarantine, hopefully we're get, all getting vaccinated. We're wearing our masks, but hopefully by the summer, everything should be kind of lifted and we should be in a good spot. What's the first concert you want to go to? And, or, or if you're more of like, I want to take a trip, where's the first place you want to go now that, you know, things hypothetically would be open up. I can't answer both. I was supposed to go to a white reaper concert in um, uh, this April. Yeah. Or March. Either way, it was supposed to be around this time, and obviously it got canceled, and it's still further notice. So I would love for that to be, you know, that to be cleaned up in a jiffy, and they say we can go in June because I miss going to concerts. Um, so yeah, the White Reaper for sure. And you know, my family, I, we live uh, the town I live in outside of Buffalo has like it's kind of a summer town, beach town, and we're getting um a cabin for a week. So and we did it around 4th of July. And we did that last year. So honestly, I'm just excited for that. I'm already kind of doing what I, what I want to do. I'm a simple guy. <laughs> just got to be by the beach and <laughs> beach trees and beer. That's the big three. Really? That's all I really need. Yeah. Campfire. That's all I need. How long you've been here in New York for like a few years, right? I think two. Yeah. Two years. Okay. Have you been to the beach or Coney Island yet? I went to Rockaway um, okay. twice. I haven't been to Coney Island, but I mean, I, when I went to Rockaway, it was um, it was colder. It wasn't like like even when you went in the water, it was so it must have been spring if I remember, because the water wasn't you know cold, so we didn't really go in. We kind of just sat on the beach and drank some beers, but it was nice. Uh, it wasn't packed, but I mean, I'm sure in the summer it's bumping. I was gonna ask, what's the beach like in Buffalo? Well, there's a few. I mean, I I don't I haven't ever gone to the ones. I'm pretty sure there's like a specific one right right outside of Buffalo, sort of in the city. Um, I might be wrong, but I feel like I've heard my friends talk about it. Um, but near me, there's a place called Mickey Rats, which is I don't really go to that because, like I said, my hometown has one right near me. But it's nice. It's it's uh you know it's the lake, so it's sometimes really rocky and sticky. Not sticky is like gooey, but like full of sticks. Um, there's no like tentacle monsters coming out. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of a lot of monsters in there. But uh, no, it's good. It's the beach near us. They do a good job cleaning it, and it's, it's small. And they have a private and public. So if you don't want to pay, and they don't let you drink uh, beers on the the beach and the private, they they make you go to the you know their beach club and pay. So if you want to go to the public and bring a cooler, you can do that, which is awesome. What is your go-to bodega order? We ask this to every guest. So we got to ask you too. you know, you're walking into the bodega. What are you getting? You know, when I first came here, I would have said job cheese, but I think I'm a better man than that. Grown. I would say honestly a turkey bacon wrap. Okay. Tomato, tomato, um, tomato wrap, some mayo. I love it. Are we in the trust tree right now? Gentlemen. Wait, I don't know wait. what that is, but sure. <laughs> are, we, are we in a safe space? Yeah, I assume. 
I had my first chopped cheese of my entire life last night. Oh my God. Did it blow your mind or? It was, it was pretty great. And uh, I was with friend of the pod, Zach. And uh, we, we went to the movie last night. Movies last night. We saw Godzilla versus Kong. It was pretty good. I would definitely recommend seeing it in theaters. If you're ready to do that yet, we'd wear masks, the whole thing. But we went and got food after the movie. And Zach's like, I'm just going to get chopped cheese. I'm like, you know what? I've never had one. I'll do it too. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I was just sitting on my couch and like, I should have put bacon on this. I should have put avocado on this. Like, I'm just like coming up like a list of things that like the next time I get this, uh, no, I want to put avocado on a chopped cheese. Why not? That's, that's just not, you can't do that. Why not? I mean, it is, it is one of those things where you keep it at its core and it'll always, it'll always bring joy. I, the, the big thing that I was probably going to add that would have been pretty, pretty fire would have been bacon. If I'd added bacon to it, it really would have, I would have, I, I feel like would have taken it to the next level, but we, yeah, we just got a chopped cheese with, with ketchup and mayo. And it was, um, I, I, uh, really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to, to do you more, know, but you're, you're from the area in New York because you're from, you're in Harlem. Like that's where the chopped cheese like originated, I believe. So yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that the chopped cheese by you was better than the chopped cheese by me, but it probably is. So never even had one here. Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe I gotta go get one now. Yeah. I, look at me inspiring you to go get a chopped <laughs> cheese. My last question before we let you go, go follow him on Instagram at space cadet arts and uh, you know, check out his he's amazing merch. Like I said, I've got a print on my wall. I bought my younger brother a print for his birthday. So great stuff makes a great gift. If you're not sure what to get your brother or sister, I'm sure that there's something up on his website that you can find. Um, hypothetically, you played baseball, you would have a walk-up song. Joe and I like to think of this as like when we bring this podcast on the road, what's going to be the song that comes out as we're walking into the stage. But let's just say this, you're the main character of the movie. What's the song that plays when you walk into your like go-to bar? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it says a lot about a person. And I stole it for the record while you're thinking of this. I stole this concept from the film Days and Confused when they're walking into the Emporium for the first time. Hurricane by Bob Dylan is playing in the background and uh, you see them look around the entire emporium of people shooting pool and playing uh, foosball and pinball. And I'm just like, this is, this is amazing. All right. There's, Oh my God. I just have to look it up very quick, but there's a Def Lep song. Um, It's very specific. It's on, it's on Adrenalize. Um, What is it called? Let's get rock. It's like the most, 80s anthem like it's not it's not even their most known obviously um but yeah it's, it's called let's get rocked and it's it's like an anthem pump up song i guess it's just i love it i don't know i love the answer i don't know the song but i love the answer you gotta hear it talk just talking about rocking out <laughs> here we go um like i said we'll go follow my uh at space get at arts follow us along at breakhouse pod at andrew pissarro at and uh thank you guys for listening And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. And this is my house.